So Trey, our guy, our sound editor, <laughs> wow, it is a day. You're our my son. guy, Trey. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, guy. Yo, bro, thanks. Best guy. Good morning, Dallas. This is uh, Downloadable Coffee. I'm your host, Michael Sewell, and here today with me is... Rebecca Easton. This is the podcast where we recap the game events happening around the DFW area and beyond, as well as look back at the topics that took over the VGOCC last week. That's for sure. Uh, so before we get into the recap of what what topics we were super engaged on, let's look back at some of the events that are happening and some events that are coming up. Uh, so last week, uh, July 21st, it was Sunday, I think. No, Saturday. Saturday was the Saturday. Saturday was the 21st. A, photo, a bunch of short guys did photogrammetry. Grammetry. Photogrammetry. Yeah. With Keen, Keegan Keen. Uh, so that was about creating assets for you using a whole bunch of cameras, I think is what you said last time. Yeah. Uh, so they did a, a walkthrough on that, and that's that's it. That is <laughs> all that I know that happened uh, last week. Is there anything that I'm missing on that? Uh, I've, I've been so focused on, on getting wedding stuff ready, best man speech, stuff like that. I honestly have not. <laughs> well, congratulations to the newly, to the new couple. Uh, then here's what's coming up next. Upcoming events. Upcoming events. So Dallas Society of Play has finally posted when they're going to be doing their show and play, and that is on July 15th. Wait, I'm sorry. July 25th. 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 <laughs> July 25th. I saw the five and then I just replaced it. It's in the, the past. You know? <laughs> uh, at Node Coworking at 7 p.m. You should see a link to that or either in their meetup or on our Facebook. Uh, it should be posted there. And don't forget, last Tuesday of every month is our beer club for our group. And that is at Brain Dead Brewing. It's going to be on July 31st. I thought it was going to be this week. I was so prepared and ready, but it's <laughs> 100% next week. And, of course, on July 27th, Let's Play Gaming Expo at the Irving Convention Center is happening. That is this week. I believe they said you still could get in on volunteering if you wanted to. We do have two members that I know of that have volunteered. And one of our members is actually going to be at another event. Um, it's called Latino Comic Con, I want to say, where he's going to be giving a talk on Lucha Libres in comic books. So you have two okay. different events okay. <laughs> to check out. Uh, I'll have to find the other one and see if I can get it posted just in case other... Someone else wants to go check out that. Uh, and so on September, Industry Giants, put it in your calendar. Don't forget, their special for their 50% off tickets is over with, but they are still looking for artists to fill out the artist alley. So any local talent for a small fee is what they said. You should be able to get yourself a booth, and you can either just do it for promotion or if you want to sell wares. So those are some things that are coming up, some conferences that are happening. You got One something? More for you. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, QuakeCon is the weekend of August 9th. I gotta put that on here. <laughs> yes. Coming up on that pretty quick. Yes, we are. And I just realized I spelled artist like terribly. Art test. Art test. <laughs> ah. So uh, that's what's coming up. Now let's go ahead and get into the recap. 
So the VGOCC, the video game Open Coffee Club, meets every Thursdays and Fridays. For the Thursday group, we talked about a lot of things, and uh, we had a small showing on Friday, so we actually didn't cover quite as much. Uh, some of the things we went over on Thursday was ban Twitch streamers defend slurs but say the language has evolved. Uh, their whole thing mm -hmm. is they were using terms... I don't approve these, and I don't really want to say them, but I'm going to say it. Just uh, let, Let's not. I think uh, people could, could look up what they said. but It's in the Discord. Uh, yeah. But they were saying they were using some offensive slurs, and they were coming back and saying, well, that's not what it meant because I was using it in a different context. Well, it doesn't matter what context you were using it. A lot of people in communities have come out and said, it doesn't matter what context you think you're using it in. It's still offensive, especially for some of the slurs that they were using happened to target LGBTs. Right, right. Um, so, it's it's a poor excuse. Well, in the in the article, uh, it's the article is from Polygon. Polygon went and talked to an etymologist, a person that specializes in language, and says, well, that might be the case for some. What you have to look at is how the general population really takes that into terms. Mm -hmm. And while on their on their channel, their Twitch channel. Their community might have been fine with it. The larger community, which is where the real impact is, doesn't. And so that was kind of what they were coming to. People, everybody in the club was just like, oh, yeah, that's just a crappy excuse for trying yeah. to get away with saying things. I mean, it's one thing if you're <clears throat> if you're joking around with, with your friends, mm -hmm. uh, whatever, and somebody catches something out of context. It's like, well, that was just our friend group, whatever. But if you're in a public situation like Twitch streaming or... Anything like that. You need to you need to be conscious of, of what you're saying. Yes, yes. And we've talked about it before about Twitch uh, streaming in general and YouTubers and things and how mm -hmm. a lot of their stuff has been. Uh, we had uh, we had some gamers from like a local league that were banned because they said some things during. Yeah, time. yeah. I think it was Dallas Fuel. There yeah. were a couple that got yeah. uh, banned for a couple things. They just kind of lack media training. Is the best way of saying mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. um, Okay. Uh, one of our members shared Unreal Engine's live stream where they're just going over some of the updates that have been happening. Uh, 4.20 preview. Blaze it. Yeah. So, so that was going on. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, we also mentioned Fortnite has earned $1 billion from in-game purchases alone. That's crazy. $1 billion, Just an in-game How many purchases. game franchises out there have, have earned $1 billion already? Let alone on just microtransactions. And you gotta you gotta remember too, PUBG was released a little bit before Fortnite and they yes. haven't reached these numbers either. So that's pretty impressive. Epic hit a formula that's just working. One of the things our members mentioned was the pos the popularity of the character designs that they've created. It's very mm -hmm. cartoonish. So it's not like PUBG, which PUBG has their mechanics are what create the cartoonishness. Of it, but it still has more. Of a yeah, it definitely stance. takes itself more seriously. Yeah, it's more more of a realistic type of game where they try to mimic that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, and yeah, the humor in that game is entirely situational with you know with your friends playing mm -hmm. around like oh all the goofy stuff that happened here. Yeah, yeah. so it's <laughs> awesome to see that uh, Fortnite is really making it big for Epic. So way to go there, uh, devs weigh in on the best ways to write and design characters. I wasn't sure if this was put out in response to like what happened with ArenaNet, um, where she was going over uh, how difficult it is to create char a player character with um, with uh, ambiguous dialogue. 
But from what I got gathering here, this has been in production for a while because they had to talk to a couple of developers and all of them were talking about NPCs and it wasn't actually player characters. Yeah. What they were saying was that when you are developing an NPC to enrich the world, you're going to have to do a whole lot of work. There's it from the writings from the writers down to the artists, it's it's a collaboration from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. In that if a writer isn't solid on the lore of the character, the background of the character, the lore of the world, then when they pass it off to the artist team, the artist team is just going to be like, I don't know what you're looking for. <laughs> so it was an interesting read on just how a lot of people approach character design and also take into account player player style. Because uh, in Fallout, they, they interviewed Chris Avalon, who used to work for Obsidian and released uh, Fallout New Vegas. And he talked about Yes Man and how one of the things they had to be sure about is that they had one character that wasn't destru- destroyable that would be able to give missions. In other words, they would just kind of kill it for the player and they mm-hmm, couldn't advance mm-hmm. to the world unless they go back to and restart it. Uh, so they were talking about taking those things into consideration. That was an interesting way to highly recommend it. It was on uh, Gama Sutra. Uh, <clears throat> Aliens Colonial Marines is finally playable thanks to the dumbest thing ever. That is the uh, name of the YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a YouTube video. Um, so that's a Gearbox software title, which mm-hmm. uh, we are in the building of right now, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that whole that whole debacle. That's uh, I can't really speak too much to that. I wasn't working on that project, mm-hmm. uh, but the word that I hear around the corners is. Like, that doesn't actually do anything, changing that. And everybody thinking that it improves the game is is just kind of, like, wanting it to, well, you know? Well, to catch our viewers or our listeners up, what it's saying is, or what the video talked about, is that they changed, they somebody was in the code, mm-hmm. found a misspelled word, fixed it, and all of a sudden, the AI for the aliens worked. Uh, in that they were attacking a lot more and I all mean, those they, things. I mean, they worked before. So. <laughs> I'm not arguing. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> this is what came up. So many things. They, they, this is what they found. That, that was the end result. And that's why people are going, oh, man, it was just a misspelled word, really? Yeah. Um, but what is funny, it, the word was was uh, tethered. Yeah, it was supposed to be tethered, mm-hmm. and it was misspelled teethered. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, but what's... Funny is uh, some of the guys upstairs, I, I don't even know who exactly set this up. They put out a tweet and a job posting saying, like, are you feeling teethered to, you, to your current <laughs> job? Come join us here. And it, it had a link to a, an actual job on our careers page for a, uh, a code, an engineering uh, copy editor. Oh, cool. I don't think that's a real position. Though. It should be, because if you really think about it, like, how important it is for you to spell words while you're coding... And if you misspell one word, you got to make sure you misspell it throughout the entire thing. Sure. Because uh, I did coding for a little bit. This is the reason why I left coding, was it, I have dyslexia, and I can't spell words right all the time. So my code, it was constantly breaking, and it never got me anywhere, and I almost filled out of so many classes. <laughs> uh, so I can kind of see it, and I get where they're coming from, and I think it should be a position. That's my, well, my uh, I, again, I can't speak to any of that. So. <laughs> uh, Retro-style gifts that celebrate beloved Japanese games. So there's a link on our Discord where it takes you to a whole bunch of gifts where they mm-hmm. are just, uh, what do you call it, three bits? What? Eight bits. Eight, 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 eight bit Isometric, yeah. Eight, eight bit 
isometric game reels of just levels for different popular game titles from Nintendo, I believe. I want to say yeah. There's there's one with like Kirby hopping out of his Game Boy cartridge Mm -hmm. and floating Mm -hmm. up. Stuff like that. They're all really Little dioramas. Pretty. Oh, yeah. They're all really pretty. Diorama, that's it. <laughs> that's the right word. And following up and closing off is uh, Tencent, awarded $2.889 in lawsuit against Mobile Legends CEO. Hmm. So we talked before about how there's there are companies out there who are trying to sue for copy infringement. Uh, well, Tencent, who is the... Uh, you've brought them up before. They're over League of Legends and... Yeah, I believe they own uh, at least a controlling share, I think, of, uh, of Riot, of Hi-Rez, of Epic, and of Blue Hole. Mm-hmm. So Right, so League of Legends is the one that's quoted in the lawsuit. And it was opened here in the U.S. first before they said, no, these are two Chinese companies going at it. They, they should do, duke it out in their own country because they know, have a better understanding, can speak the language. Um, so Tencent took it up against the CEO itself, not the company because it didn't go through the first time, and won the lawsuit for uh, the CEO set, claiming the CEO copied League of Legends and released it on mm-hmm. mobile first. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, and they won $2.89 million. Yeah, they won that lawsuit. Won that. Um, and the article said they are, they're sure they might bring another lawsuit against the company itself, but that's up in the air. Yeah. Uh, on Friday, we talked about most used engines and the interesting thing here, and this is from itch.io that was saying what, what developers have released, what engines developers have used. For their games. Of course, Reigning Supreme is Unity, but there's some on this list that kind of caught me by surprise. Uh, one of them being, where is it? One of them being like, lower in here, RPG in a box, Torque 3D, that caught a lot of people by surprise. Torque 2D, there's a lot of things hmm. on here. Scum VM, S-C-U-M-M-V-M. Amlet, RP, Easy RPG. I think they had Game Maker RPG. Yeah, Game Maker's uh, up near the top, like second or third. Yeah, I, I can't tell up. if they're second or third because this yeah, uh, it doesn't organization give up. is very yeah. odd. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there was a chart that was provided, and I was trying to find it a second here. I can't. Uh, but the chart that showed like almost 40% of the games were made in Unity. Mm-hmm. itself. So, boom. And we also continued a bit of this discussion of Guild Wars 2 Fallout. Um, our, some of our members were just on the fence about about social media and how it should be used in tandem with games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and others were like, there's a very clear defining, if you are working in games, uh, you're com- you should be aware that sometimes, we're go- whether you mean to or not, you are speaking on behalf of the company. Right. Whether you mean to or not, it's simply because you work for them. People follow you because they know that you work for that company and they want to see what you're up to. So you're on intentionally representing the company in that capacity. Right, right. Especially if you like have the the company in your, your uh, like, I don't know, the title of your, mm-hmm. your summary or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. And you're posting constant images about stuff going on around the company and things like that. Yeah. 
It's kind of like, yeah, it is your personal account, but at the same time, you got to realize that people see you as an avenue to the company. Yes. So, as unfortunate as it is, that's kind of what we're dealing with. So we don't have, well, that, that concludes everything that we talked about for Thursday and Friday of last week. Uh, we don't have an expansion topic this time, but I did want to bring uh, spotlight a couple of things that we do have go- that go on. We have in our Discord a sh- shameless self-promotion promotion section, and a lot of our members have been using it. I'm just going to call out a couple of them that, that's been going on. We have, of course, Trey, our... <laughs> it's, I don't know why it ended up there. So Trey, our... Guy, our sound editor. <laughs> wow. It is a day. You're our my guy, Trey. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, guy. Yo, bro. Thanks. Best guy. All right. He, he posts every now and then Trey Mix, his YouTube channel on where he shows off how to make your stuff sound better. We also have a few more that have come in. And we have two, a couple members that are starting to do Twitch screaming. Twitch screaming. Wow. Twitch streaming. It's that heat stroke getting to you. Oh, man. It was. It's hot. My apartment just died. It was ridiculous. Um, Joel Harris, who we talked about last time, who did the CD cover for Daniel Shea, shared one of his artworks or series of arts on there as well. We have one that did a review of Pray Moon Crash. It was a wonderful read. He talks about how... uh, This is a bit of a spoiler, but he talks about how the game mechanics affect each iteration of your run uh, all the way up until the game apparently resets on its own. Mm-hmm. So that was really interesting. Uh, Brianna Jean has started streaming as well and also is showing bits of her blog that she does. Mostly she does things on characters and games and telling story because she wants to be a game writer. So more power to her. Uh, she did one called Creating Characters. Uh, just rolling through here real quick. There's our stuff. Daniel Shea has also launched a YouTube series doing promotions. He's got a few up there. How to make music and how do I get music into my game, film, etc. Uh, he did one called as Jack Nicholson as music supervisor. So he's just kind of putting out some promotional mm-hmm. content. Mm-hmm. And then finally we have We Tell Stories by Brianna Jean. So we have a couple of people that are doing that. We do the same thing at the club where we say, what are you playing on? What are you working? Yeah. And yeah. everybody sort of shares. Uh, so I know a few members are working on game titles that they're, that they're eager to put out with some interesting mechanics. So I'm looking forward to that. If you guys have something you want to show off or want us to check out, want the club to check out, post it on the Facebook and the Discord and this shameless self-promo. Ariane, <laughs> we'll check it out. Uh, if you're starting streaming and you want to get a few people on there just to sort of start out, let us know. That way we can check in, see how you're doing. You know, we're here to support you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I, I guess I could uh, bring up a bit of an expansion topic here. Okay. Um, related to the social media stuff, uh, director of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, James Gunn, yeah. was let go from Disney. Yes. Uh, which means straight up fired. Uh, and this was over some 10 or 12 year old tweets and jokes he made online, uh, that were in very poor taste. Uh, yep. some of them were about pedophilia, some were about rape, whatever. Yeah. What's, what's interesting though, is that years back, like 
five or six years ago, maybe more, he had already like sincerely apologized for publicly for all of those, you know, those old tweets. And, you know, now, now there's all these celebrities coming out and defending him. Like, you know, he's supposed to be a good guy and all this stuff. And I, I guess it brings to question, like, what do we need to worry about our, our online history coming back to haunt us? Oh, definitely. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, we see that regardless of if it's online or it's just history that you think would be kept in the back room. I mean, the whole movement of Me Too was history that was brought back up. Right, right. right? It's, yes, you definitely but have But we to even worry. have people who were part of the Me Too movement defending James Gunn. Well, and I understand that, but you asked. Yeah. Should we be worried about our, our yes. And, <laughs> and not only that, you've got to remember that there are companies that purposely go out and will also look you up in Facebook on social media mm-hmm. to see what mm-hmm. kind of person you are and whether or not they really want that. Oh, absolutely. In their, <laughs> in their environment, right? Uh, there's, what was it, like four or five years ago when it started to become, when social media really started to become more of a real thing, uh, you started hearing more and more people get in trouble about tweets, Facebook posts that they did, forgetting that their boss was on their Facebook page, right? And then them calling out sick and bragging about it on Facebook, you know? Yeah, yeah. Those stuff things, like that. yeah. Or don't even, let's not forget, like, the, the kid that stuck his feet in lettuce for Taco Bell and posted that on social media. You didn't see that? Yeah, that was no, a thing that happened that on social media. <laughs> he was bragging about it and laughing. And then he was fired the next day. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, like uh. yes, your your stuff, whether it is in the what it is in the past or now, it's it's you do have to be worried about it. Right, right. I mean, it's again, it's that public persona, right? Yeah, and it's all it's all written. If it's online, then it's technically written down somewhere, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. or recorded mm-hmm. in some form. So, yes, <laughs> the simple answer to everything. Right, right. But I guess maybe maybe more what I'm getting at is. Uh, should people be forgiven for these past transgressions online? Depends. Uh, I think it yeah. depends on the situation and who it is um, and for what reason those existed, right? If they've gone... I, I mean, I don't... I say it depends because, one, some of those tweets can be from when you're, like, 15 years old, right? You're a dumb kid. You don't really know what you're saying or what you're doing. You just think you know a lot about right, the right, world right. and you say a bunch of crap, right? And then you fast forward to when you're 25 and you're a lot more, sm- you're a lot smarter and get a, have a better grasp on the world. And you're like, oh, man. Whoa, I hope nobody finds those things, <laughs> right? Uh, so I think it depends on when it was, right? Is if there's some growth that you see throughout their channel, but that requires you to look at the entire entirety of their history online. But if you can see a growth, and you they were like this, I don't know, nasty person, but then they go on to become like this good, wholesome person, mm-hmm. then maybe, maybe. Well, that I mean, th- that's that's what I'm getting at, though. Like people can change. People do change all the time. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, maybe maybe some things can't be forgiven. Mm. Um, obviously, like, if you were to murder somebody online, that would not be forgiven. Uh, but, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also haven't taken the time to read through all of the content that uh, James Gunn had posted <laughs> way back when. Oh. I mean, I've, I've heard it's, some of it's some pretty bad stuff. <laughs> oh, it was pretty raunchy. Um, there was a lot of it, and, like... Not that I'm I'm defending the guy or anything. I'm just there was there was a lot of a lot of. It was just a little bit nastier, mm. nastier than it needed to be. Uh, but I don't know much about the guy's history. 
I don't, I don't know. I just know that he got let go, and then mm-hmm. I saw some tweets right, of his, right. and I'm like, ah, that, that could do it. Uh, so. mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, before we go into our shout-outs and goodbyes, this is going to be a shorter episode today. I also wanted to talk about a new segment we would like to start. You and I have been the only ones that have been showing up continuously. We have some of our other co-hosts that come in every now and then, which is great. But we definitely want to start opening this up to the community and start bringing on people or going out there and meeting people who just want to talk about how they got involved in the uh, mm-hmm. in games, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so I'm talking with a couple developers, but I want to put it out there to, the, to our members and the community at large and say, if you guys would like to be on here, let me know. Let Michael know. Let us know on the... Uh, Facebook or the Discord that you would like to come on and talk about your journey, or if you have a topic or you want to lead an expansion discussion that we have that we're starting now, yeah, uh, yeah, please let us know. We're always looking to kind of bring on more people to kind of bring in new perspectives. I'm looking for somebody right now who can talk a little bit more on the business of games rather than just the design and sure. engineering of games because I think that's really important and it's a topic that a lot of times get glossed over because it's all about how to make games and not how to support that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm looking for somebody like that, and I have a couple of people who I have that I'm talking with right now. They just have to wait a couple couple weeks before they can come on. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So, so, yeah. Cool. Uh, so shout-outs. Yeah, first, shout-out to uh, the guy, uh, <laughs> Trey Hodge, <laughs> our uh, editor-in-chief for the podcast. He's been kicking butt every week. Thanks, Trey. And, of course, Anwar mm-hmm. for making sure that all the episodes get online on time. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty chill dude himself. Yeah, we've been getting on on Wednesdays for the last two weeks, which is awesome. So now we're finally getting that consistency yeah, yeah. in place. We've got the frequency part. Now it's just a consistency. So thanks, Anwar, for helping yep. us that. And, of course, shout out to Nordvana for allowing us to stay here and keep going. Their coffee is amazing. Today, we walk, both Michael and I walked in. The guys were already making us coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're regular enough they knew what we wanted. So. Yeah. They come around the corner and the dude's like, London Fog, right here. <laughs> I was like, yes. Nice. <laughs> so, Nordvana is awesome. They have board games uh, here if you want to get into it. They also sell board games if you're looking for new new party well, they have games. a lot of board games, party <laughs> games, group games. Uh, they even have some like uh, single player board games that are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just have a pretty awesome, comforting space uh, if you want to come and work, mm-hmm. uh, have a chill environment. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so I think that's all of our. Mm-hmm. That's our shout outs. So, of course, if you want to join in on the discussion, you can join us on Facebook at VGOCC and Meetup VGOCC or on our Discord, which is VGOCC. Or you can come to our Thursday and Friday groups, which are at Runner Roads, Whole Foods, Runner Roads in Plano at 8 a.m. on Thursday and on Friday here at Nardvana in the corner where the big tables are at 8 a.m. as well. So we hope to see you guys there or catch you next time here at DLC. Have a great morning, well, guys. Have a wonderful week this uh, this July twenty third, and we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.